Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of The Rundown, Gamma Rebirth. I'm your host, Chris Eaton, and joining me once again is... Lenny Romero. So if you're listening to this, uh, we took a break between episode one and two, so we're back. Uh, this is going, this is for obviously episode three, where uh, Gamera heads out to sea. Yes. And fights arguably one of his most famous uh, villains. Zegra. Yes, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. So as uh, you're sitting down listening to this, uh, pull up your uh, your Netflix app, start episode three, and let's get rolling. So Lenny, last we left off, Gamera had defeated uh, Jiger. Yes. And now the uh, the team of our four heroes and the two uh, again, it's the um, the foundation, yes. So they're off at sea, bringing some sam- some Gauss samples with them and some Jiger samples. Yes. And, uh, and the Aurelium. Yes, and the Aurelium. First time it's really been brought up, because this is going to play a key feature later on. So as we're out at sea, uh, we get our first real kind of uh, what we call fan service. Yeah. Well. No, second time. Second time. Fa- oh, that's yeah, right. That's you're right. right. The butt yeah. in the face. Yep. <laughs> Again, my friend was talking about how he hates this, but I'm like, you just gotta roll your eyes and move on. It's part of the culture. It's it's, it's it, an anime it's, staple. You gotta have yeah. you gotta have the pretty girl in the bikini. So we cut to the East Pacific Ocean. Uh, we see this cargo ship that is uh, clearly in uh, some shitty weather. When Zegra attacks, our first good look at Zegra. Now he looks fantastic. What do you think of adding like the the I, again you know it's great elements of the of the old design project, like, but there's a little eating bit of, people yes again <laughs> eat people my god I love it all zero was always like kind of a wonky design in this in the suit form because well yeah. it's supposed to be like a shark here we get to see him actually be a full on aquatic creature Lenny yeah. you being the Gamma fan what do you think of the upgrade of zebra I think it's amazing. I think we mentioned this at the end of the last episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what's his name? Uh, Giren yeah. is still, is my favorite redesign of mm-hmm. this show. But in terms of just, like, glow up from their original design, yeah. like, I think Zegra takes it home. Because well, that original design, it's, I it's a little, do not like it. Yeah, it's a little wonky. But, yeah. again, I when they first teased him in the... Uh, when they put up the teaser posters, uh, they, I mean, you just saw the outline, and it's clearly like, yes, they're taking inspiration from from a manta ray. Yeah. But once you actually see him in action, the flippers move, the fact he still has feet, like, you're like, oh, yeah, this is such a better design. Yes, he looks cool. I really like that manta ray design. And again, it does feel like they put, like, a little smidgen of, like, Gauss in there, like it does feel like that. There's kind the, of the, it's com- the head, it's the head, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's almost flat, but he has like an extra because you yeah. know, I'm working on that drawing right now, but he has mm-hmm. an extra fin mm-hmm. that's like popping out, yeah, on his head. And it's uh, it's it, it is something because again, as as we as we're delving into, we we start learning more about the monsters, which you know, spoiler, spoiler, they're they're all kind of connected in a way, but we'll get to that later on down the line as yeah. the as the show builds up. So we're going through our 
opening uh, credits right here, which uh, in anime terms, you're never supposed to skip the credits. Yeah. That is law. That is rule. <clears throat> and again, also realizing, as you said before, how much the opening gives Actually, away. I, I always skip. You always oh, skip? Yeah. Oh. I okay. I always skip lately. I used mm -hmm. to be like that. Mm -hmm. But I skip lately because there's a lot of stuff that happens mm -hmm. in the shows yeah. these times that they show I, in the opening credits. Dude, I miss the actually creating an opening. Like It feels like everyone's kind of just doing the quick cuts. So. Yeah. All I, right. I already spoiled it in the first episode. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Oh, he's throwing up right there. Did you see yeah. how he just made Joe's Joe's ocean sink? As we saw him sparkles. Yeah, in the previous episode, invention. Yeah, as we were, as like he gets motion sick easy, and uh, was it um, Junichi? Junichi. She's just having the time of her. Oh. Yeah, you just stepped on <laughs> it because we're getting to it right at this point. Yeah. So yes, Junichi the is having the time of, of their life. life. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> right there, right now, we're right, right at it. Junichi being the only one that seems to have any interest by the, in this, any of this stuff too. Yeah, we're you know she's so, whatever she's geeking out. Yes. Yeah. Which again, they pulled as I said, they pulled a pitch from Voltron Legendary Defender. Do you remember that? I do not. It was revealed Pidge because in the original show Pidge was a boy. Oh yeah. And in the new one, Pidge poses as a boy. Because he's she's too recognized as a girl, she even takes on a different name. To join the military force, right? Yeah, because she's trying to find her brother. Yeah. Who? Spoiler for she is finding her brother, and he creates a Macross style fleet on Earth. That's another show for another day. Yeah. So now we're getting the backstory of why they're out of ocean, out the ocean. We're. <laughs> oh, your favorite mom. Oh God. Like, movie. every scene that she's in, she just comes across as just a massive bitch. But did you see how easy she was to convince? Yeah. All they were like, hey, I went to Stanford, she went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's, it's the mom. She needs the, uh, she needs the, the standard, so. And again, also trying nicely explaining why they're dragging these kids around. It's like, wait, what, what about their parents? It's like that scene in, uh, The Simpsons when they're all, when Bart gets the fake license. They'll tell, you know, their parents, they give their parents some story about the grammar radio. The only one that seemed realistic was the fact Nelson's like, I'm leaving. I'll see you in three weeks. Shit. So we're going to look around at this mega ship owned by the Foundation. Again, very life aquatic Steve Zizou here. Everyone's in their same uniforms. Everyone is just, it's, it's a, it's a, a without, you know, lack of irony, a tight run ship. Uh-oh. And pretty much, you know, Junichi's losing her mind over the, uh, the... Everything. Everything. Yeah. So nerdy, so geeky. Storage rooms for everything. Look at the gun. Those are the gun towers. Yeah. Oh, th this is the thing that anime used to do, and I kind of miss it. I miss the tech porn. I miss the, like, the military... There used to be a lot of military porn in, in, in like, 80s and 90s anime. And I kind of miss... I kind of reason why I love Top Gun because the gear was just as much of a star as Tom Cruise. Yes. I miss those things. So yeah, we're getting like we're going just full, like the cool machines. Oh yeah. Full nerdy on all of the uh, the defense equipment. And of course and of course Junichi and oh yeah so now this is where we get the Show the Aurelium. The Aurelium, which 
they haven't really explained what it is quite yet. And to be fair, they still don't really explain what the hell, other than it's a power source that they found. And yeah. that's what they've been... It's what's what in all the kaiju. Yes. So, uh, but there's deeper sinister means. And again, this is kind of a... Um, as it goes on, the, it becomes a little... Actually, if anything, this kind of... It feels like it lifts from the legendary movies with the power source at the in um, Hollow Earth that gives... Uh, well, it seems like Godzilla mostly his powers, but oh. what fuels the rest of the monsters down there. The so, radiation. The radiation, exactly. That's all blue. Yes. At least we have a good explanation here, and it's behind... Radiated. <laughs> yeah, and they're not in. just walking around drilling pieces out. <laughs> and Kong's walking around like just like staying on top of it like nothing's going on. Or well, he wouldn't, right? Because he like absorbs radiation. I I don't. Well, that's the thing they were explaining. Oh, we're getting so deep into fucking. Yeah, different. Different. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, back to Gamera. Back yes, back to Gamera. So. Uh, now we're getting our the the team is now getting their first real glimpse at Zegra and yeah, they're the, being notified that the other ship was attacked. Yes. That like hey these things are these monsters are actually looking for these kids. Yes. That's why I said those other three football kids mm-hmm. that were in with uh, Brody. Brody. Yeah. I'm thinking they they were on their way home or something to America, mm-hmm. and then that's why that ship got attacked. Oh, or, yeah. or I, I'm trying to remember the episode because we don't have the volume on right now. Mm-hmm. I think that was just another crew, like they were just sending to another facility. But yeah, so the mystery deepens of why these monsters want these kids. Yeah. And but it, here they kind of like sidetrack a little bit that maybe they're after the beryllium. Yeah. Because zebra definitely was going, out, but zebra's also still just. Munching on people too, yeah. as monsters. No, I think do. they straight up say like they're going mm-hmm. after the kids. Yeah, they are going after the kids. Like even the the people, the four people on the screen. The, mm-hmm. the what are we gonna call them? The uh, the board members. The board members. Yeah, they're they just told them like yeah they went after the other kids. It was a lot watching it on the second run. You catch up on a lot more things like, that they weirdly briefly mention. Little details just for squashed in for time. Yeah. Ooh. Excuse me, maybe a little water there. So now everyone knows the zebra is going to be on their butts. Yeah. And but what Janichi's telling them right now is zebra is actually like ten thousand kilometers away. Like yeah. there's no way he'd catch up to us in two days. No, no. So they. So, so Janichi's trying to like reaffirm to them like we're going to be okay. It's not going to make it here. <laughs> <laughs> As we know. Because that's how it always goes. Right? It never... Again, back to Godzilla and Kong. Like, again, this feels like like a lot of those little elements are being lifted out of it. Yeah, we're going way out of the way so Godzilla doesn't come and get us. Oh, but he found us anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Junichi going over... Her... All the locations the monsters mm-hmm. popped out. So... So we've had New Guinea. New Guinea is Gauss. The Philippines. Indonesia, Indonesia was, was Jiger. Jiger. The South Pacific is where Zebra came out of. Yes. So they they mentioned there was a mining facility down there, like in the bowels that they were working on. That, again, all these monsters are popping out of sight. They're, they're drilling. I yeah. wonder if there's a connection. Hmm. And that's what Jimichi is like telling them. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, these things, you know, 
had to be part of a civilization that was like a hundred thousand years old or whatever the number is. I think it's hundred thousand. <laughs> I think that's what the the because as we as we're talking. Oh yeah, they told them that Durex uh, mm. was there for a hundred thousand years. Yes. So she's suggesting that the culture actually does like this. This was all connected. Like yeah. they are from the same period. And it was fucked up. Brody pulls him aside and mm-hmm. they're like, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Like, he's kind of crazy. <laughs> he's talking too much. Even though, and that's the thing, they, he, uh, our, uh, our two adults supporting, uh, uh, what are their names again? Um, uh, Takashi. Takashi and... Um, uh, Emmy? Oh my gosh. You watched Wait a minute. We blew this. Wait a minute. You know what's been going wrong? We don't have to My subtitles on. are not on. <laughs> I was like, we're all trying to figure this out as it goes yeah, with no sound. You're hearing this as it goes on. So yeah, we got the subs back on. Okay. And to be fair, we've had a few libations before this. Yes. <laughs> so that's and the thing too we find out as uh, you know they're they're discussing like the the. the Beautiful curiosity of children, but uh, we're kind of getting a little deeper into our into our. We get beast. Uh, Tazuki. Tazuki. He seems like he comes off like he knows more than he actually does. No, I thought the other the other. I thought he actually like he's always questioning. He's like, what the heck? What's going on? Well, like, that's true what? too. But it for for a minute, it kind of does feel like it's a little bit of a play, like. Yeah. But we find out there's a swerve coming in the old parlance of uh, pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, we digress. Now it's night. Jimichi's out. Only one still like kind of up on this with um, having a nice uh, hot coffee with uh, Miss. Um... Oh, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <clears throat> well, anyway. We're getting the backstory with with uh, with uh, Boko and Joe of uh, why Emiko. Emiko. Yeah, thank you. So we're getting we're getting we're getting Junichi's backstory. You know, of when they first met, Junichi being the only one that was into all this basically UFOlogy, like uh, cons- not it's not exactly conspiracy theory. Can I just mention real quick? Yeah. Look at. We got 2D animation. We did! And it looks perfect. We did! It doesn't need to be 3D. I you know. Look at this. I know. I would have been happy with this, and if the kaiju were CG, I wouldn't have cared. That's that's, a, I mean, look, like, that's the thing, like, that's, I think we're in that age. Anything big in, like, these animes now are always going to be CG. Like, most of our robots are all CG. Uh, like, singular point, like, all, like, it was, at least with singular point, it was hand animated. Like, it was the traditional yeah. 2D. And the kaiju were and the kaiju were CG, but Which it looked, was cool. Yeah, yeah it, it all it all worked. So we're getting this backstory of how Boko and Joe became friends with Junichi, talking about uh, a possible meteor or UFO that was going to appear. So they go out with them to watch this UFO. It's kind of like the Linus and the Great Pumpkin. Like they're out there all night, nothing happens, and all of a sudden, whoosh, over the sky, there's a light. And they all think it, you know, they all say it was the UFO, but Junichi's like, I know better. It was, it was a space shuttle it was, test. Yeah, it's shuttle test coming in, so. But, and it goes kind of down, and it's like, hey, but you know what? That's not why they, you know, don't feel bad that you let him down. 
Just appreciate that they're your friends and they stayed out there with you that whole time. It's the bonding, the bonding of friendship. That's what keeps keeps these things together. Yeah. And then Yuko like really sees herself in Junichi. Mm-hmm. As she's at, you know, uh, Junichi's asking him, "Do you have any friends?" And you see that kind of like, uh, like, no, I'm I'm married to my work. Yes. And as uh, as this touching moment comes to an end, oh, now here comes here. Yes, within the day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everyone's out. They're the boat's now hauling ass. What too. the hell, Junichi? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you think of the beam attack that he has? Like the sonar, like the sonar burst. It's pretty cool. It's it's, a, it's quick, nice, easy shot. Better than just the weird old. Um, or like containment beam that he used to have. Yeah, I don't yeah. even remember it. <laughs> yes, it was the original Ziggurat shot. It felt like half the monsters had some sort of like rainbowish beam that would just come down. So Ziggurat had one that could contain things. Yeah. And like in its first fight, Gamma contained it. it. Again, the bioluminescence. I love. I think I said in the last episode, but I, I kind of love the impact that Pacific Rim has had on kaiju designs in the last couple of years. Don't forget these guys worked on Pacific Rim Black, too. That's true, they did. The show looked great. Yeah. The rest of it, not so much. <laughs> I like the first season. The first season is fantastic. Yeah. I don't, know, season, I don't know what happened in the second season. Uh, it, it looks the, like they were trying to just like close it, it up. Crack the bed, big yeah. time. There's a lot of unearned things, of which I would say Gamera does not have that. And now uh, 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 Saki's having a moment because, well, he's he's, he's not claustrophobic. A, he's claustrophobic. <laughs> they have this this safe room they can get into, and uh, he's having like this. It's 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 a good moment of like seeing this guy might you know he. Looks like he's controlled, but there's still something that gets to him. And the idea of getting into a into this little closet with uh, with everybody just freaks him out. Yeah, he's like, I can't do it. Don't do it to me. He's like, can we can we can we attack it? Come on. Yeah. Also, notice that there's a little hint of like Dagra in that design too, like kind of like a reverse uh, Dagra from Mothra too. The silhouettes look similar. Yeah, but instead of legs, the feet in the front, and like in the flippers in the back, it's reversed. There's there's the flippers in the front, the feet in the back. I love it though, because it's just like like full fish creature. Mm-hmm. Completely aquatic. Uh, not the weird alien space shark that it was before. Yeah. You know what? Talked. It looked fine when no. it was in like its fish form. Yeah. When but when like, it got on land, land and I was like, oh my god. Standing and like trying to fight. Like, Everybody like, had boots. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it, the model of it of the original one, like when Gamera's playing the the xylophone. The xylophone on it, yeah. <laughs> Versus when it's standing, you're just like, you guys didn't even try. Like that movie kind of hurts to watch. To, look, to be fair, it was the last one. It had like oh no, to, Super Monster was next. I, that doesn't technically count because they didn't shoot any new kaiju stuff for it. This one it was like, this is the last go. I like it. Oh, these the the. They're they're showing how he caught up. He's like. He's like Aquaman. He's got like speed. He's got like Atlantean speed boost. Oh, she explained it. Super cavitation. Probably wraps, wraps itself in bubbles. bubbles. 
They're helping it to minimize the water resistance. So essentially it's creating like an air pocket around it so it's there's no friction. So basically it's something that uh, it's not fighting against. It's it's like tra it's traveling in a bubble through space yeah. and moving everything aside. So essentially just without it, like no water pressure moving against it. Yeah, it's it's current. like it's heating it up as it moves so it's it there's enough friction for it to move. But it's not being pushed against by like a trillion metric ton or metric cubes of water against it. So it essentially can go hypersonic underwater. And by the way, this boat, which is on like a hydrofoil, is like it's hauling ass, and they still they are they they are not. <laughs> they're using their electromagnetic magnetic uh, again engines. All, all the fun stuff that in animation you can just come up with just to explain away stuff. Like, how are we going to get away from a, a high-speed monster? Well, just magnets. Yes. Magnets is what does it. So, Tazuki's trying. is like, let's get in the helicopter. Which is a total bad idea. It's a, And they're even saying, gonna... that's a terrible idea. Do you yeah. know how to fly? He's like, no. Boom, and of course, it goes. And thus begins the complete mental breakdown of this poor guy. Because he knows he has to fucking go down. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And like, so as Zegar's on their ass... The ship is on fire. Their engines are dead, and they are essentially stuck. And they have it, Brody's complaining that like you, you knew they shouldn't have come. And here comes Zegra, but but wait, there's more. Mm -hmm. Zegra beginning to breach it, and on cue, and which is amazing. That looked like right there. Ah, you bites right into him. He I just gets after it. I love it. I love the bites of this so much. Grabs him by the neck. That's the thing I love about this game. This camera does not give a f. He oh, does. He's in it. He's in it to win it. He is. Yes, he is going full Don Fry on these things yeah. and just annihilate. Yeah. Oh, so dragging him down, using the propulsion underwater too. I love it. I think that's. Yes. No, it's not the first time, but first time, I think AC era, we've seen that. Yeah, he'll, he'll come out of the water at full propulsion. Yeah. Well, because it's not fire, it's... It's it's plasma. It's plasma. No, oh, the way that the... Uh, and now, oh, the, here's the thing. Okay, here's the one inconsistency right here. Earlier when they showed Zegra, his tail was not that damn long. Oh, no, he just grew it right now. He can, he can like, whip it he's out got, and protect it. He's got a chain whip. I love it. Yeah. He's got a chain whip tail. Well, again, when you're you dealing with that kind of design, you got to figure out some way to uh, improve it. Yeah, I love the idea of a chain whip tail. It's so good. Tazuki's getting—they're <coughs> getting to the elevator, and he's having a freak out. Get oh, the fins! I don't think we ever saw the fins underwater either, do we? No, I mean we've never seen a water battle like this. So we're actually seeing, like, yeah. Showers, series. Yeah, so this is actually the first time. The design legit makes sense because this is how sea turtles get around. Yeah. It, it, again, something you couldn't really do in the movies. was too fast. You can get this underwater dogfight, which I, they couldn't do like back in the day with the suits. And just the mobility of Gant. Oh my god, it's so good. <clears throat> so they get onto the mini sub. <clears throat> and they're going to use the broken boat. Uh, which now they've also moved all of the uh, Aurelium, Aurelium and the samples. Yes, and the 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 chunk the the chunky bits of monster. 
They're taking off in their tiny sub and leaving the big boat to, uh, well, it's about ready to explode anyway, so they're leaving for Zebra to go after. And there goes capsizing and... <laughs> yeah, that was it. They made it by seconds. But that's how you create tension. Yeah. <laughs> I love it has a massive explosion underwater, too, that creates a shockwave. So now Zebra... It? it would not be... Like, even when volcanoes explode, man, like, it's not, that's not how... Not it, that vicious of an impact? No. And, like, if you were right on top of it, yeah. when it blew with all that, that energy coming out, then, yeah, that's different. So now we're resuming the under... Oh, God, such a beautiful shot. Like, yeah. say what you will about the human animation, but the kaiju stuff is top notch. It's on. You're getting these, like... Like, I have to figure, like, Kanako was just jealous of getting... It, like, he couldn't get shots like this for some of the stuff they wanted to do. Oh, here comes the, attack, the shockwave. And he uses... Yep. <laughs> he uses his, his... We gotta figure out a name for that. It's not an atomic pulse because it's not atomic... It's not radiated or whatever. No. So no, they call, they call it a shockwave. Yeah, but it's gonna have... Oh, a, but do you want, to, like, a special name? It needs name? a name. Like, yeah, like, an attack is supposed to have a name. Aurelium pulse? Because that's technically what's inside of them. Maybe, yeah. I guess he could call it that. Well, it's like uh, Gamera and Gamera 2 when he blow when he uses the uh, the mana suck for like the what I call the Mega Smasher attack. Oh. Be, well, his chest opens and he fires a beam. What am I supposed to get out of that? Yeah. It's Giver. Is it like the mana blast? I don't know what they call it, but I just call it the Mega Smasher. And I've heard other people call that too because it looks like he's Giver. Attack. So the shockwave disabled the boat, uh, or the sub that they're on, um, and Zebra's still out there. <laughs> Tazuki's having a complete mental breakdown. Get so. the boat. No, no. Um, now they're stopping because they're not uh, trying to make any noise. Yes, because Zebra's all messed up. He doesn't know where he's going anymore. Yeah. So we find out that yes, he's much like every other sea creature. He's seized by sonar. But he can't, he's not picking them up because, well, Yammer screwed up his, he screwed up his, he's got an inner ear problem now. Yeah. <laughs> because of that, 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 uh, that Tusky's pulse. still whining. He's like <laughs> scaring everybody, like, we're going to die down here. Uh. Oh, he's going full, he's going full, full Michael Bean in, in Abyss, just, yeah. <laughs> he's in his mind. <laughs> he's just one stop away from cutting his wrist with the nitrogen out of his veins. I do love this shot of Zegra, like, like kind of stalking him. Yeah. He doesn't know. Again, it's it's a nice little, t like, again, adding some realism to these creatures. Well, again, well, Zegra's not an alien in this one. He's not an intelligent creature. They're all, I mean, which we'll find out. Like, yeah. They're all, they're all, their, yeah, they're, they're, they're all Earth-made. Yeah. I really dig it. Yeah. Like, if you're going to change a story to something, I think this is... Just fine. So now Zegra is blasting randomly because now this is where they deduce that, yes, he sees by echolocation. Which means she figures out, okay, we can use this to to uh, disorient him and we can get away. So yeah. they want to, she wants to repeat um, Gamera's uh, pulse attack. Pulse attack. Yeah. Figuring it would at least give Gamera time to, because uh, now this is again. Gamera saved everyone twice now, and people haven't really gotten the hint like, oh, hey, maybe the turtle is on our side because yeah. he doesn't attack us. 
and has been going after all the monsters that keep eating people. He's not the one eating any of them. Yeah. So, Junichi's telling them to find the radio signal that Gamera emitted, and they're going to copy it and use it as a bit of a sonar weapon. The captain's like, what the hell are you talking about, <laughs> What are you rambling on about? And so but she ends up being, yeah. like, really smart. Yes, and, like, it's one of those, like, it's, again, the theme so far has been, they're kids, what the hell do they know? Yeah. But they do know a little more. So the idea is to make the lore, they're close to an island where there's a radio tower, and the idea is that Junichi's coming up with is, we're going to lure Zekra out of the water where it's completely helpless. And then we can get away and we can attack it and, and either wait for Gamera or we can fire on it. Which even the, the captain went like, ah, yeah, I don't know about that. It's like, hey. Shut her down hard. Uh, do you have a better idea other than just sitting in this chasm? And, of course, the kids rally, you know, behind you. And even the captain's listening to it. like, maybe. Maybe the children do have something to teach us. And, but they backed her up. They were like, yeah, that was a UFO that day. That wasn't mm -hmm. a space shuttle. Yeah. Don't just play it off. It was a UFO. And they're trying to get Brody in because he's the only one that maybe has a little sway being a general son. And he totally thinks Junichi's crazy. <laughs> the captain calling him out, but of course, uh, uh, Emiko's going to bat for them. So they, uh, the military or the foundation acquiesce. I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. Especially considering that Tazuki's having. Still a mental breakdown. Yeah. He's like, I heard the whole plan. <laughs> and they're going along with it. So, so again, you contact the US 40. We haven't gotten to that moment yet, have we? No. The tank yet, right? It's coming up. The J, J, uh, JSDF. Oh, yeah, we haven't hit this. Oh, I think this is it right here. Mm -hmm. You asked for it and you've received it. Mm hmm. Finally seeing the BR again, this Shin Godzilla, like the just the the bureaucracy talk. Yeah. I, they did have this a lot in the Heisei Gamma films though. Yeah, but there was always like a call to action, like once they're like, Well, there's giant monsters, we gotta do something. Yeah. Here it's always like, do we go yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, here it actually is like Shin Godzilla like where they're just sitting. Waiting on their orders, being told uh, you know, stand by. And that uh, the Americans are going to handle it for right now. <laughs> I know, it's standby every episode. <laughs> I love it. This is this turned into a fantastic running gag. Oh, there goes his origami. And, of course, his origami of Zebra. Which, by the way, never sees any of these monsters before he actually makes yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. So we yeah. got Zebra still stalking. Doesn't know where the hell it is. It's, it's throwing out erratic blasts trying to find the sub. So they're like, okay, now's our time. Now, now might be our time. <clears throat> with Emiko uh, coming up with that, like, ex trying to figure out if uh, Ziggur actually has a sense of smell. And figuring if it smells the children, which sounds so weird and wrong. Even yeah. Well, he just came out of my mouth. The monster, like, it smelled children like a shark smells blood in the water. It smelled the children. Yeah. <laughs> so they're getting the, the tower ready to broadcast the signal. They got a gamma signal. They're looping it, and they're sending it to the um, 
transmitter on what they call Omega Station, hoping against hope that it lures Zegra out of the water to where he's completely defenseless. Or so the Germans would have us believe, as Norman McDonald would say. They're saying he's like full fish monster, he's going to struggle on land. Mm -hmm. Now, they wanted to just take Junichi, but the rest of the team was like, no, we go. And we it was go. a team. Yeah, we go as a team. Like, we don't, no, no man left behind. <laughs> but even Emiko comes in, she's like, oh, because he's like, I don't want to be anywhere near these things anymore. Like, he wants to get out, he needs fresh air, and he's just sick of monsters chasing him. Because now this is, what, day three of all this, yeah. this sanity? One second. Don't worry, I'm not rewinding it. I'm just changing the... Oh, is that the English, the Jap, Japanese subs with it? Yeah, I had the English subs. I'm pretty sure it's pretty close. <laughs> and you know what? That's the thing too. No, two episodes with a lot of swearing. There's actually no swearing in this episode. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. You think Joe would be swearing a storm too? Well, the way they've already established the kids swear, it's been. I'm like, are we going to hear this the whole time? Well, no. it's good not to overdo it. You know? Exactly. It's, it's like an art. Yeah, you do, yes, th thank you. There's an art to swearing. Yeah. And you can literally, as they say, F it out. So yeah. <clears throat> so now, <clears throat> ship is, they yeah, are surfacing fast. Which I don't know if you could actually do this in real life, you know, surface that fast without, you know, depressurizing as you need oh, to. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> uh, anime is what anime? Yeah, it's anime. Of course, yeah. you get the epic... Sub coming out of the boat, er, sub coming out of the boat, sub coming out of the water, just height again faster than I think any sub. And it completely uh, beaches itself too. I don't think, I don't think any sub can literally do that. But anime, anime is what anime. So they're at uh, uh, Fast and Furious. Well, Fast and Furious. <laughs> I mean, look, if Dominic Toretto can drive a Dodge Charger down, down the dam. face, down a dam, <laughs> with his eight-year-old in the back, and end up perfectly fine, yeah, so... Tell me that scene didn't look like they spent the whole, like... Oh, I loved like, it. I, it looked so crazy looking. And I love the fact that you have Aquaman just standing up there watching, laughing maniacally. Like, I'm like, we've entered full comic book mode with these things. This is... I, as much as like part nine was like, oh, maybe you guys should reel this in. Part ten was like, oh no, you're doubling down. Okay, I'm I'm back in. They're leaning hard oh, to it now. Yeah. Okay, back to business. So everyone's out of the, out of the sub. Z, so the 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 gimmick's working. Zebra's approaching. Now they gotta hightail it out of there. Tazi's thinking what to do next because the military's not there yet, so they're kind of like... No, the military has evacuated everyone already. Okay, so everyone's evacuated, but they're just sitting ducks but they, uh, The military just... Mm -hmm. they one, I think one he asked for one truck to stay mm -hmm. to drive them yeah. up the hill, so now they're like, no, we're just going to sprint. We're going to have to. <laughs> but apparently the military got everyone out already. I think, again, going around like the whole thing of like... Okay, we can show the monsters eating people when they first attack, but... We're gonna make sure that the towns are empty yeah. as the monsters fight. Like it's, it feels like that um, that Marvel moment of of like, oh, we got everyone out, you know, off the the floating city in uh, Avengers two, like, because yeah. everyone complained about how much damage Superman did in the first movie. So can't have mass casualties. 
They they corrected that in Batman vs Superman. Yeah, too. they did. <laughs> yeah, they Good did. thing everyone went home to work. Yep. From work. So now Zegra is breached. This is he's out of the water. I love the way that they got him walking too, kind of yeah. like the Wyvern walk. Yes. It get, it's I get kind of harkening back to the original design that you know he can come out of water. But he's but, like he functions definitely differently. Yes. Well, there's no way he can stand up with those giant flip, like flippers. Yeah. But I like that they can bend, like uh, like the ride Ghidorah, or even the um, the legendary. Legendary, Ghidorah. yeah. Yeah. Like the I like the wyvern walk. I like the wyvern walk a lot too. Like it, it it's a good. If you can't give your thing arms, yeah. like proper hands and arms, it's a good way of it's it's, it's a nice compromise. Zegra's struggling to get up. They're realizing, oh yeah, we're not safe here on this on this hillside. So they're getting, they're trying to get higher and, and find some time. So I think their their whole plan is waiting on Gamera. With Tazuki completely blown. Now this 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 place right here that they're at. Yeah. It looks like I don't know if it's just me. But it looks like they're kind of making a, uh, a reference to Gamma versus Gauss. What place, though? In Gamma the building Gauss. that they put the, the, the top on to spray the fake blood. Because it was like this kind of warehouse thing, and they put like one of those... Like, what that, part, like, though? It, towards the end, before... Because with every Gamma film, fights once... Gets hurt, has to rest up, while the humans are dealt to take care of the monster the rest yeah. of the time. And then he comes back to save the day. Yeah, so they remember the, the they took that like spinning um, like restaurant or whatever, and they put it on top of um, the uh, like the like the headquarters they were in. They were gonna spray this fake blood to lure Gauss and get him dizzy. Oh. And keep him out in the sun and kill him. But they they didn't do that. No, right? Gauss like constant. the thing it broke it broke apart before and Gauss got away before the the sun came up to kill him. So they're getting everything set in. Oh yeah, they had to get the, the yeah. So they didn't have the um, okay. So now they're doing the blast. So now this is the, the plan. Pulse, yes, the pulse blast. So this throw is him off. Plan. He won't know where the kids are at. And it does. It actually works. Like it stuns Zegra. He goes down, but uh, it's not. It's not enough. Did you see he left his tail in the water? Yes, I did. Yeah. It's like it's like Klaus from American Dad. He's got to still be touching the water somehow in order for him to, for him to function. So you can be in a little cup and not under completely in the yeah. water. So now Junichi, like, plan works. Getting all the uh, all the praise, but... Tell me why Boko has a headache right here. Yes, which is a callback to the first episode. Yeah, he's always having headaches. Yes, and we're... Now, and look, and now that but Zebra notices, too. Yeah. So this is I, I love look they, I love that they left the, the bite mark the camera on his shoulder yeah oh, it's so it's what you can't do with suits man like you can leave a marking but like yes he's legitimately injured and he's bleeding purple blood I love that they kept all the kaiju blood like crazy insane colors yeah it's very fun looking this is a very colorful looking show it is so Zebra finds him because Junichi's having a headache and of course. Our boy shows up. Look at that water. Black. <laughs> oh, I love it. All the way the water splashing on his show. It doesn't come flying up. Comes standing ready to go. And not only that, it's like, I'm going to fight you. It's like Beowulf. I will fight him as an equal on his own grounds. 
Cameron Stone is like one of the best roars too. I I love that they didn't tweak it at all either. Yeah. Like it's just it's the straight up roar. Oh, it looks good. Look at that. So Gamera's charging up a blast. Zebra's charging up a blast. I oh, and they did the, the tail's thing. getting the tail ready. <clears throat> the long. I love that his shell lights up now too. Like they kind of add a little Godzilla flavor to it. Yeah, the stomach. I love that. Yeah. Actually. It's a, it's a it's a beautiful touch. Yeah. And Zebra actually got again harkening back to the red. It kind of flies for a second. Boom. Come. Now it just you get one. Here's the thing. Do you? I don't know if you noticed, but does it seem like some of Gamera's powers are a little OP? Yeah. His blast seems very OP, doesn't it? He does. I mean, he like. like I thought they were all created like equal. No. Kind of, no. <laughs> no. Uh, and for maybe, those who don't know, overpowered. Yeah. You don't know what OP is. Don't age us, man. We know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, like a boss, just pulls the tail out. It's like, yeah. Yeah, you live with that. Yeah, and takes right off. Oh. That one I could see as an easy kill, though, just because he's a fish monster. Yeah. And he's out of water. Probably dried him up real quick. <laughs> well, I mean, so far, like, Garrett's pretty much been... It's been hoss fights with Gamma with all the other monsters. Like, he is just laid into him hard. Yeah. Zigra's uh, the one he's just, like, really pieced up. Yeah. So now there, so now we have the Foundation taking apart Zegra's uh, burnt corpse. I will, again, also explain, like, here's what, like, what do you do with all the, the decomposing kaiju corpse laying around? And again, they found a way to explain it. Like, oh, no, the Foundation comes in, and then bifurcates this thing down to meaty chunks and then we take it away for research and then we feed it to the other monsters mm -hmm. and this is where we find out yeah that Junichi is, is a girl yeah and Brody finds out for the first time it, 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 it this feels like such out of like a 90s like rom-com yeah like like you know the girl it, it's it's like that Amanda Bynes movie where she's you know she's the man Oh. Yeah, where, you know, they, they of course they have to have the... The uh, soccer. Yeah, and you have to have Channing Tatum, like, questioning his sexuality because he's like, why am I so attractive? <laughs> What's going on here? With By the way, Boko and Joe are like, you didn't notice right, like, right off the bat? like They never corrected him, you know that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they never corrected him. He would say... That's why when I watched the second time, I was like... Why are they not correcting it every time he says he? Yeah. And I guess they just, they don't care? I, yeah. it's probably something, it's, in order to give, probably keep, it might be lazy writing in order to kind of keep the, the reveal. Yeah. But. I mean, Joe was sick. Boko's just worried about the kaiju. Yeah. So no one, no one was, you know, no one bothered, but it's, I think it's just, it was just, you know, kind of like, they looked through it like, all right, that's. We got to keep the, the, the gag running for a minute, so. That was Junichi's episode right there. Yep. And so, uh, Tazuki finds out that the Foundation is sending them to this this unique location. Uh, I blew it. Got it. I was like, just let the credits run. Yes. So there we go. That wraps up uh, episode three of Gamma Rebirth. Overall. Thoughts? Again, hardcore gamer fan. Out of 
out of like all the episodes, I think that one's I love them all. Mm-hmm. This one's probably my least favorite. It's a little slower pace. Because it's like one, like it's it, it. Look for the forty-five minute runtime, they stretched a lot of story. They stretched a little bit of a story. Yeah. Out of that whole runtime, there was again. Kind of hard. Super awesome though. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, Zebra really like again. Zebra is the one when I when I first saw the design, I'm like, how's that gonna work? But once they actually showed the mechanics, how he moves, the fights, I'm like, okay, this and it it quickly became like one of my favorite designs. Just because of the fluidity of how he moves, like the manta ray, like yeah. movement, still like, keeping the shark elements. Good stuff. Uh, probably this one probably has the least amount of gamma in it too. Yeah. Yeah. And he shows up that one time, sends the shock wave, ends up down. Kind of like the movies, the show <laughs> movies. Shows up in the beginning, has I mean, the first a... fight, and then disappears while the humans have to take care of it, and then shows up to. Gamera's a, the job. Gamera's a strategist. He loses <laughs> the first fight and then he learns for the next one, for round two. Yeah, but he's got to heal up first. Yeah. So he's got to stay underwater. Where he's definitely a hit and run kind of monster. Yeah. That's the thing with Gamera. He has no friends. He's a lone wolf. Yeah. But he's vicious. That's why. He's like the Punisher. The Punisher doesn't have many friends in the Marvel Universe yeah. because of his methods. But he gets stuff done. So... Uh, so far, so good. We're actually finally getting movement on the story. We're finally getting a little more about what the foundation is. We're introduced to the Aurelium? Yes, Aurelium. Aurelium. And yes, so uh, good episode, solid. Uh, a big plus because now we're finally getting the story because now we only got three episodes left. And we're like, oh, how are you going to tell? Yeah. You're setting stuff up. Where's this going to pay off? Fair, but fear not. It does pay off. So, this is going to wrap it up for this episode. If you like what you hear, uh, check it, check us out on thekaijukingdompodcast.com, facebook.com slash thekaijukingdompodcast, Instagram at thekaijukingdom, and Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, as well, at thekaijukingdom. Lenny, where can they find more of your stuff? I am at lensations, L-E-N-Z-A, T-I-O-N-S at all of the above and um, yeah come check out my stuff he's got an Etsy store people go buy his work so that will do it for this episode of the rundown for myself and Lenny Romero we'll see you next episode guys laters